Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 80, How Not Hitting Rock Bottom Could Be Worse. Hello, hello, hello. How are y'all today? I am doing okay. I am still with my family in Indiana, and I have spent the last week spending a lot of time with my dear, dear Grandma B. And it's been amazing seeing my aunts and my cousins and my parents and my sister um, all coming together and celebrating the amazing life of my Grandma B. She is a fighter. <laughs> she just keeps going. My mom calls her the Energizer Bunny. She just has a strong heart and lungs and she is holding on getting all of our love in while she could. She was in a nursing home during this pandemic, and nobody could go see her. Um, And so I think now that she's just so excited that everybody's able to be around her, and she feels all the love. So she's holding on until she can't. (laughs) I am actually headed back home tomorrow um, to be with my family. I do feel complete in my time up here, and I was so happy that I got to spend all this time with my family, especially during the pandemic. Um, it was really, really nice to be around them all. So this week, I want to talk to you guys about the idea of rock bottom and how a lot of you all are in this place that you're not in rock bottom. It's like this between place, right, with your relationship with alcohol. And we've all heard this term, oh, they haven't hit rock bottom yet. And we think about rock bottom as this last straw when you've lost your job, you get into a car crash, you've lost your family, or some other like really bad side effect of drinking all the time, right? So that's what we typically think of like rock bottom, right? We're not able to function, we can't hold our job, things in our life are literally falling apart and we need some serious intervention. But that's not where most of you guys are. Most of my clients are high-functioning, successful, you know, they're taking care of themselves and their family. And so often that place where I was and a lot of you were or are is worse than hitting rock bottom, okay? So again, we're hardworking, high achievers who for the most part have really good lives, right? Except that most of you are super frustrated with your own inability to consistently control how much you're drinking, right? Like that's very frustrating for most of you. And you don't want to call yourself an alcoholic or, right? (laughs) You just want to like take some time off or take some longer breaks from it, right? And you can do that. You're not physically dependent, but rather more emotionally dependent on alcohol. Most of you need to help, you need alcohol to help you relax or take the edge off a long day or to get through harder times. Or you overdrink in social situations because you don't want to feel left out or boring or like you're missing out or deprived, right? People around you wouldn't say you're an alcoholic and your family isn't coordinating coordinating interventions to help you, right? But what happens when you are here struggling with overdrinking and saying that you'll limit yourself 
only to find that you might be finishing the bottle way more often than you want to admit, is that we can let years go by without getting the help that we need, right? Most of the women who come to me who have been struggling have at least been struggling for five years, upwards to 20 plus years of being in this over-drinking cycle. But at the same time, their brains are saying like, I'm not an alcoholic. I go to work and take care of my family. I'm not like everybody else. I'm not at rock bottom, okay? And then there aren't many mass publicized programs for women who drink too much wine and just want to cut back. Like finding the support, like somebody like me is, is very unusual, okay? And there's so much shame associated with admitting to your family and friends that you might need some help. Because of your high-functioning status, it often makes it harder to admit that you are drinking more than you want, right? We don't want to admit that we aren't perfect or have this issue. And we don't want people to judge us or think we're an alcoholic who can never drink again or any of those labels we attach to people that have issues with alcohol. So we continue suffering along, often for decades, saying we'll cut back, and then we never stick to it. We might take little breaks here and there, but nothing ever sticks to become a permanent situation. So this place is often more dangerous because you can continue here for a very long time. I think at least if you've hit rock bottom, you're often forced into doing something about it and you get, can get the help that you need. What I want you to know here with me is that you don't need to hit rock bottom to want to change or to get help, okay? Also, I sort of want to define overdrinking. I get asked this question very often, like, what is an overdrinker? <laughs> and it's a very personal understanding of what is too much for you. So if your mind is occupied with alcohol thoughts too often, okay, so you might be thinking about drinking at the end of the day, and then the next morning you wake up, you beat yourself up for drinking too much. If you say you only have a glass and you always end up drinking more, if you say you won't drink and then you do, and you find that this frustrates you, then you have a poor relationship with alcohol and we can, you can define yourself as being somebody that overdrinks. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you and that you are destined to become an alcoholic or you have an addictive personality or the gene. But the scary thing about where most of you are is that if you don't address it, you can stay here letting your precious, amazing life just waste away. And that's not what you want to do. I know <laughs> because I was here for over 20 years. Okay, I don't beat myself up about that, but I can't help but wonder how my life could have been different earlier or how I could have healed some difficult relationships sooner or started living the life I was meant to live sooner than I did. Okay, I didn't figure this out until I was 40. So I can imagine like the growth that I've had in the years that I started working on this and how amazing my life, how different it is and how much better it is now what the impact could have been on me and my life and my family if I had gotten control of this sooner, okay? I don't want you to miss out for as long as I did, okay? Don't keep letting your life just pass you by, doing the same old things, saying you'll cut back, trying to do the same old attempts at cutting back, only to find yourself back in the same situation time and time again, okay? This makes our life unfulfilling. It's stagnant. It's boring. And actually, we don't like that as humans, right? So we seek other pleasure activities like alcohol or food to fill in that gap, that, un that, that gap where we don't feel fulfilled in our lives. And you know that that doesn't work, right? Because it causes more of the same cycle. 
So you just stay the same, doing the same things over and over again. And that just leads to more dissatisfaction, which just perpetuates the drinking and keeps you stuck here. So if you guys can get real with yourself, ask yourself how alcohol is serving me in my life right now. Ask yourself that. How is alcohol serving me in my life right now? And then just get really aware of what your brain has to say and write those answers down. It's going to be very eye-opening for you, okay? What is the truth about alcohol right now for you? It's a really another very compelling question to ask yourself that's going to help you see. Your brain's going to give you these answers that you want to listen to, okay? What kind of results do you have that you like when you overdrink on the regular? That's another good question. <laughs> we want to ask your brain really good questions so you can start uncovering the truth here. And then you can ask yourself, are you still achieving your goals, taking bigger risks, doing things that you haven't done before? Okay? Or is it just easier to pour a glass of wine at the end of the day? Yeah. <laughs> we think about doing something new and just like, ugh. It's going to be so much work. It's just, and then like, this is subconscious, right? You're not thinking about this like out loud that you can be conscious of most of the time, right? We think about going bigger in our life, especially in our age, like those, you know, early forties to mid fifties, even late fifties, right? We think about changing things up and we're like, oh, hell no. <laughs> that sounds hard and complicated. It's just easier to pour a glass of wine. Okay. And then we just, Get back into the lies that we tell ourselves, right? Who cares? It's just one glass. We should be able to drink that glass or two of wine at night. It isn't hurting anyone. And what I want you guys to notice is that these are just the lies that your brain will keep telling you for as long as you let them, okay? They'll just keep coming up for you. For me, I think the biggest, scariest thing is that where most of you are, is that you can get stuck here for a very long time. And I think it's worse than hitting rock bottom because from there, at least you can only go upwards, right? But being in the middle where a lot of you are is somewhat tolerable. And you could go on missing out for many more years this way. And from the outside, it wouldn't look that bad. or It could even look good or fine, right? But deep down, you know that it could be better. And you're open to the idea of living a more fulfilling life where you're still accomplishing big things, no matter what stage of life you're in right now. And when you have that awareness and you continue to ignore it, it just chips away at you, right? It's that unfulfillment just chips away at you, and then we numb out, right? And I don't need to tell you where that leads, just more of the same, right? The same thoughts, the same nightly wine drinking, the same conversations, the same relationships, and the same dissatisfaction. So... <laughs> you guys get to decide what you want to do about that. You can choose the same, which is totally fine, right? You can choose that if you want. I'm guessing if you're listening to this or if you've been following along, is that that's not what you want. The real you doesn't want this. The real you wants more than that. So choose you. Choose that excitement. Choose that challenge. Choose that growth over the same and stop letting those years pass you by. I promise you, your life is worth it. If you want to explore what working with me would be like, please request a 20-minute call to see if joining my Stopping Over Drinking program would be a good fit for you. 
The link to request that follows in the show notes. I love you all. Choose excitement. Choose fulfillment. Get off the cycle of doing the same old things. Your life is waiting for you. I love you, my friends. Talk to you next week. Get my people, you know.